the bell is rung. Hello, friends, and welcome to the NXT Weekly Review Edition of In Ring Reality. I, of course, am your host, Josh Rizowskis, where today's headline is no, not the fact that it's so bloody hot that I can no longer have my door closed that you can see my beautiful prized possession of my Becky Lynch Royal Rumble plaque, and I have to leave the door open to get some air in here. No, the big takeaway is, my goodness, in heaven, do we have a match set for next week? Adam Cole, the NXT champion, was being interviewed backstage about what happened last week with Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux, where Scarlett came out to the ring and presented Cole with the hourglass, which they showed in the backstage interview that was taking the sand down to symbolize the end being near for Cole's championship reign. Cole, being the cocky person he is, says, oh, it's all the same. Everybody comes and everybody goes and nobody's going to stop me. He then proceeds to go out to the ring, to Cole, and basically says the same thing that he said backstage. But just before he came out to the ring, he was then confronted by the NXT North American champion, Keith Lee. And Keith Lee made it known that it's not Karrion Cross who's going to beat you for that championship, Adam Cole. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's going to be me. I'm going to beat you for that NXT championship. He then breaks the hourglass. So Keith Lee breaks the hourglass, which then causes Adam Cole, as I said, to go out to the ring. Basically, he says the same thing, except he says that it doesn't matter who I step in the ring with. They all fall down to me, which brings me to you, Keith Lee. You haven't been here for a cup of coffee like Karrion Cross has, even though he was very impressive. And you know what? You have something that I want, that I have my eye on, which is the NXT North American Championship. Remember, I was the first ever, and therefore the best ever, NXT North American Champion. And maybe, just maybe, I want to hold the NXT North American Championship for 387 days, just like I've done for the NXT Championship. Lee then comes out, and of course is very happy about this and says, hey, you want me, I want you, I want the NXT title, they're out there doing their thing, then Johnny Gargano comes out, and Johnny Gargano says, hey, Keith, I beat you last week, and Keith is like, oh, Johnny boy, how is Candice, because I was more concerned about her last week than you were, is she okay, Johnny says, She's okay, no thanks to what you did. And that's when Keith Lee said, What I did, I was more concerned about her than you were. So Johnny Gargano is jogging for his positioning. He says, Hey, I'm coming after you because I beat you. I want the NXT North American Championship. Then the Prince, Finn Beller, comes out. And the Prince says, Hey, look, Keith, I don't know if you heard me last week. So I'll tell you again, 
I've won every championship in the world, but the NXT North American Championship is one championship I have never won. So I want it. I am coming after you. I want the NXT North American Championship, which then prompts him to turn around for Adam Cole and says, as soon as I'm done beating Keith Lee, Adam Cole, I'm coming right for you. I don't stab people in the back. I tell them right away when I'm coming after them to their face. Which then prompts the video appearance of NXT General Manager William Regal on the Titan Trust said, and he says, Gentlemen, I love the spirit. I love the attitude. I love everything about this. So I think I've got a scenario where everybody wins. Next week, right here on NXT, it's going to be a triple threat match. Keith Lee defending the NXT North American Championship against the challenges of Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor. But I haven't forgot about you, Adam Cole, because the winner of that NXT North American Championship match will then challenge you for the NXT Championship and a winner's take-all match on April the 8th, which, by the way, is the same night as night two of AEW's Fighter Fest special on their Dynamite time slot. Coincidence? Absolutely not. But, oh my gosh, think about this. Next week on NXT, we're getting a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship between Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, and Finn freaking Baylor. Oh my gosh. I like I can't even fathom to you how exciting that is. I shouldn't have to because you're a wrestling fan and you listen to a sh- and watch a show like this either live on YouTube and Facebook or after the fact on replay or on your preferred podcast listening platform of choice so you know what a mouth-watering match up that is you already know and then on top of that the winner which is most likely going to be Keith Lee but there's still the possibility that it could be Johnny Gargano or Finn Balor which would be mouth watering in and of itself with all three of them one of them is going to face Adam Cole on April 8th for the NXT Championship And the winner of that match is going to be both the NXT champion and the NXT North American champion. Now, that does lead me and lead you, the audience, into probably what is the obvious element in the room from this scenario, which is what now is going to happen to the NXT North American championship. Are they doing away with that title, you know what, I wouldn't be surprised because there are a lot of tag teams in NXT right now and it is rather hard to promote the NXT tag team titles for the men as well as the NXT championship for the men and make the NXT women's championship as strong as it is. And then on top of that, You have occasionally 
the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, as you did on this episode, come down and get involved in NXT as well. So, yeah, you have all those elements at play. So I wouldn't be surprised if the North American Championship goes away. Because I think the original thinking for Triple H and the NXT Brass when they created the NXT North American Championship was probably a situation where look how stacked our roster is. If we're going to push people to a championship level, we need a mid-card title. But now they've realized that two hours every week on a major network and trying to keep all these plates spinning, they've realized that they don't necessarily need to do that, have a secondary title, in order for somebody to get over. And if they need a secondary championship in order for somebody to get over, there is the NXT Tag Team Championship or the occasional appearance by the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, who, of course, can go to any brand at any time. So I would not be surprised, just logistically, if the NXT North American Championship goes away. I think it would be a shame, because I like the idea of the NXT North American Championship being like the Intercontinental Championship used to be, and looks like it's going to be again now with the phenomenal AJ Styles as champion on SmackDown, like the idea that the U.S. title should be, but hasn't been, unfortunately, for a very long time. But maybe, just maybe, now with Apollo Crews as champion, it's starting to be where the mid-card champion is automatically seen as this guy is a major player and he could potentially be your next world champion. But the key here is that with Keith Lee, most likely, they're doing that quite literally because they're going to have Keith Lee become NXT champion without losing the NXT North American Championship, which I think is just absolutely the right thing to do and absolutely brilliant. So I don't... No, necessarily. And also there's the NXT Cruiserweight Championship as well, which kind of takes the place of the North American Championship as the mid-card title. I forgot to mention that, and as I say that out loud, there's your answer right there. You already have another mid-card singles title in NXT in the Cruiserweight title. You are invested right now in the Cruiserweight division. There's just no need on paper anyway, for the NXT North American Championship to exist anymore. So whether or not WWE does that, we'll have to wait and see. But what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if that had to happen as an inevitability. And like I said, it is just mouthwatering the idea that next week it's going to be Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano versus Finn... Baylor with the winner facing Adam Cole on April 8th for the NXT title championship, the NXT championship, the NXT title as NXT North American champion. It is just, oh my goodness, it's, there's just no words 
for how amazing it is, which is why it was my headliner for today's show. And I think you all agree with that. And my gosh, can't wait to see the match. Can't wait to make that match the headline of next week's show. I can already guarantee you that the headline of next week's show is probably Keith Lee still the NXT North American champion. Keith Lee to face Adam Cole on April 8th. Or maybe, just maybe, the title will be Johnny Gargano or Finn Balor in that spot. It's just amazing. Absolutely freaking amazing. And on a night when I was certain, and I'm sure all of you who are hardcore wrestling fans watching and listening to a show like this were certain that the headline from NXT was going to be the return of the women's tag team champions, the role models, Sasha Banks and Bailey, to NXT. It wasn't. The headline was the making of this match. Just absolutely blew my mind away. Cannot believe that this match is happening. Cannot wait to see what happens with the future of the NXT Championship as a result of the NXT North American Championship match next week. So moving on to my breakdown of the rest of the show. Got three pages of notes here because that's how long the card was. Didn't seem like it would be that long for a two-hour show, but there was quite a lot to unpack. So the night kicked off with the advertised from last week, first of two championship matches between challengers Tyler Breeze and Fandango Breezango, or Breezango, sorry, I am not Fandango, I don't have to pronounce the title wrong, and yes, 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 I did that on purpose, I absolutely did that on purpose, it's called a joke, people, but anyway, yes, Breezango, or Breezango, and I had to do it again, come on, I had to do it again, but yes, they challenged, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just a little bit too excited about the the opening segment that we talked about. And it's kind of hard to refocus on anything else. So I'm joking around to try to wrap my head around the fact that we have more to talk about. Besides that one match. So anyway. They took on the champions of Imperium. Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. And the match opened up with Imperium coming out first. Which I hate. I hate when champions come out first. But in this case, it made complete sense why they did it. Champions come out first. The ring is sacred. All of that great Imperium stuff. And then all of a sudden, Imperium's music starts playing. Again, or doesn't stop playing, I should say. And I start listening, and I'm like, what is going on here? And even Mara Ronaldo goes, what, is there an echo? And then the more you listen to it, the more you realize there's a slightly different beat, almost like a disco beat, just faintly in the background of the Imperium theme. Then you look up at the Titantron and you realize, oh my gosh, it's Brizango. Brizango has come out parodying Imperium. 
and they called them they're calling themselves Fabio and gosh, I can't remember Tyler Breeze's name. I do apologize. But you know, funny parody names. Fandango comes out wearing a blonde wig because he's Fabio. It's just oh my gosh. It just made me burst out laughing. Made my mom burst out laughing. I was she was coming in to help me get into bed for the evening as this was going on because as is typical I watch one show right after another. So I was watching NXT after Dynamite and so it was time to lay in the bed as this match was kicking off for me on DVR and my goodness this was just hilarious. Just Fandango and Tyler Breeze being subtly funny while still taking themselves seriously and having a crackingly good tag team title match with Imperium several times when I thought Brizongo might actually now I'm slipping in to joke mode and not doing it on purpose. I do apologize. Brizango Zango several times look like they're going to win the match. And of course Imperium retains just everything about this really worked enough to the point to where I wouldn't be surprised if Breeze and Fandango get a shot at the Thatcher titles again somewhere down the road. So great opening match. Next up, it was Damian Priest taking on Killian Dane. I haven't seen Killian Dane, or I should say we. As wrestling fans as a whole, haven't seen Killian Dane in ages. So it's great to see him again. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. And kind of renews an old rivalry, old hostilities with Damian Priest. Much shorter match, much more one-sided of a match. As Damian Priest, the Archer of Infinity, is definitely the one that they are pushing as a future star. He's definitely the one that had the star-making performance at NXT TakeOver in your house against Finn Balor. So, no surprise here that he won. After the match, there's a commercial break, and then coming out of the commercial break, Killian Dane is shown being frustrated, walking away, and then Robert Stone is in the crowd behind the pandemic predictive plexiglass and just so out of it and so dejected just worse and worse and worse he gets attacked via a flying shoulder into the plexiglass from Killian Dane Killian Dane takes his frustration out on Robert Stone which was just hilarious more of this please keep this comedy going it really is working quite a lot. I really do think that it's working quite a lot for everything that they have going on here with this. Which leads us into Zia Lee versus Aaliyah. Aaliyah, of course, has been trying to catch the eye and has been teased to be a future client of Robert Stone even before Robert Stone was fired by Chelsea Green and started this downward spiral. She sees Robert Stone 
laying there at ringside and proceeds to pick him up, bring him to ringside with her for a match with Xia Li. Her and Xia have a good match. Back and forth. Don't know who's going to win. Then Robert Stone gets up on the ring apron. It's like, okay, he's with it enough, right? He realizes he's there to help Aaliyah. Meanwhile, Marl and Tom and Beth are like, why did Aaliyah want Robert Stone at ringside? He's clearly not all there. And he proceeds to quote-unquote, and I'm sorry for the visual, but, you know, I'm just the messenger here. But he proceeds to quote-unquote throw up, barf, if you will, everywhere right in the middle of the ring, which is enough of a distraction to cause Zia to lose. Aaliyah takes advantage, gets the one, two, three. After a slight botch, I don't think this was Zia fault. I think Zia just was a bit stronger than she realized because she kicks out when she's not supposed to kick out and then immediately just stays in position for Aaliyah to get the pin fall from the referee. So, yeah, she just kicked out when she wasn't supposed to kick out. Those things happen sometimes. But, yes, Aaliyah wins the matchup, goes off with Robert Stone, like, we did it, we did it, we did it. And Robert Stone is just oblivious to all this. It's going to come out next week. He has no idea that he helped Aaliyah win. But it's probably also going to come out that once he realizes he helped Aaliyah win, he's going to say, yeah, that was my plan all along. I'm a genius. Aaliyah is the next main star. And they're going to officially make Aaliyah the newest member of the Robert Stone brand. I love it. Absolutely love it. It was just so, so good. I forgot to mention that after the tag team title match, I just realized I just glanced at my notes as I do each and every show and realized that I forgot to mention that other teams came out after the match. The team that's led by Malcolm Bivens, who I simply cannot pronounce the name of, the Indian team, um, something sheer, Ian, Ian, I sheer, Ian sheer, I just apologize, I can never get the name of this team right, I'm going to try really, really hard next week to listen to how their name is pronounced, but they come out and remind Breezango and remind the Imperium team that they want to be in this mix as well, so the plate's still spinning there for them. I did want to mention that and not gloss over it. Did not intend to do so in the first place. So anyway, moving on, it was the Adam Cole promo that we already talked about, which led to the awesome three-way announcement that we already talked about. So next up, it's Caden Carter with Casey Canizaro, or Canizaro, sorry, in her corner. Man, the Fandango Fandango syndrome is attacking me. It's everywhere. But yes, Casey Candazaro in the corner of Caden Carter as they took on the opponent 
for Kaden Carter of Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez in her corner. Kaden Carter actually gets the win on Dakota Kai via submission here, which I got to admit was a really big surprise for me. Didn't see it coming. So it looks like maybe Kaden Carter is going to slowly move her way up in the women's division, which I'm all for. I'm just fine about that. I'm just fine about that. And I am just great about more stars being made. That That is all well and good and something we never have enough of as wrestling fans, as fan of any product. More is always, always better. That segment is then, or sorry, that match, I'm sorry, is then followed up by a backstage segment where the backstage interviewer is going to Keith Lee and saying, Keith, if you win next week, you're going to get a shot at the Adam Cole for the NXT title on April 8th. At least that's what she starts to go into. Candice LeRae then confronts Keith Lee and it's like, how dare you? How dare you say those things about me? Who do you think you are? Which, of course, causes his lady, Keith Lee's lady, that is, the one half of Team Yimitless, Mia Yim, to renew her hostilities with Candice LeRae. I love this feud. I don't mind this feud continuing at all. I do think it needs to be de facto blown off in the next couple weeks, pretty soon. But as long as Johnny Gargano is in the mix with Keith Lee, it makes sense for Candice LeRae to be in the mix with Mia Yim, and it gets both of them over, so I'm fine with it as they brawl a little bit more backstage. We didn't get a promo package as the love for the women just won't stop tonight on NXT, or sorry, last night on NXT, which is great because we get a promo package for Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez is going to be returning to the NXT women's division, puts her over, puts over how long she's been in the business, puts over, you know, what a big deal it is for her to be finally in WWE on NXT. Loved it. Can't wait to see more from Mercedes. Next up we had Bronson Reed in a very, very quick match defeat Leon Ruff. Poor Leon Ruff. He's getting all the experience in the world by appearing on NXT, on Raw, and on SmackDown. But he is the definition of the jobber as he cannot win a match to save his life, ladies and gents. He gets squashed very, very quickly by Bronson Reed here. And Bronson Reed then proceeds to say, I'm not going to be like everybody else, Karen Cross. I'm calling you out. I did not forget what you did to me and why I haven't been on TV in a few weeks. You want to take me out? You want to try to end my career? This is what you're going to get as a result of it. So, 
as a result of that a match is made official for next week. It's going to be Bronson Reed versus Karrion Cross. And the next match was the main event match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. But just real quickly, before we get into that, I realized that I accidentally skipped over a couple of segments here. So we got a very quick segment between the Velveteen Dream, who was being interviewed about what's next for him, and playing it off like Velveteen Dream has no memory of losing to Adam Cole. I don't know what you're talking about. Dream is not over. Dexter Loomis then helps to keep that plate spinning by drawing a picture of himself with Velveteen Dream as the NXT Tag Team Champions. And Dream says, this is a mistake, Dexter. This is a misunderstanding. I simply returned the favor for you last week. You helped me out against Adam Cole. So I helped you out against Roderick Strong, or sorry, against Adam Cole last week. You know, just an eye for an eye situation. The dream is a solo act. So we had that plate spinning. And then the other segment that I forgot to mention is just wonderful. It was undisputed therapy as Adam Cole and Bobby Fish are trying to help Kyle O'Reilly exercise the demon of Dexter Loomis and exercise what happened to him as a result of being dumped in the back of a trunk of a truck and just escaping from it as best he can. And it's literally undisputed therapy as Kyle O'Reilly, who of course has not been working the tapings because he is asthmatic, so it's extremely problematic for him to do live segments for WWE and work as a wrestler right now. But on the show last night, we had a chance to see him exercise those comedic chops of his, though, because he played the doctor, and all the while, Roderick Strong cannot see the doctor, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish playing it off that Kyle O'Reilly is an actual doctor trying to give advice to Roderick Strong. It's just brilliant stuff. And at one point, Kyle O'Reilly loses it, starts talking in a regular Kyle O'Reilly voice. He's like, guys, guys, guys. And Adam Cole and Bobby Fish are semi-freaking out at Kyle. Say, no, 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 Kyle, shh, shh, shh. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. It was just so funny. The three of them then get in a situation where, where they have their own truck and they convince Roddy to exercise those demons, get in the back of the truck and be done with this. Roddy then runs away from the truck and runs away screaming like a banshee away from Adam Cole and Bobby Fish. This was just so, so freaking funny. I loved everything about this. It was just one of the funniest segments I've seen on NXT, probably in the history of his existence. Seriously, if you have not seen this segment, because you normally only watch the matches, if you're somebody that watches NXT via clips and just, or just listens to shows like this and doesn't, follow it week to week, make a point to go out 
and see this segment because my gosh, it was just so, so funny. So as I mentioned, the only thing left to talk about was, of course, the unquestioned main event of the evening, the return of Sasha and Bailey to the NXT program as they defended the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships against the team of Shauncee Blackheart and Tegan Knox. They did successfully defend, but this was not a squash match by any means, despite being a little bit over 10 minutes, not given very much time because of everything else that happened on this jam-packed show. There were plenty of good offensive showings from the challengers, Blackheart and Knox. There were plenty of times where you're like, they're going to upset Sasha and Bailey here before Sasha and Bailey get to the Iconics on Raw on Monday. So everything about this really worked, was really enjoyable. Sasha Banks and Bailey just get better and better and better every week, which just is going to make that eventual Bailey heel turn on Sasha all the more sweet. So yeah, just a great episode overall of NXT this week. To nobody's surprise, NXT is great week after week after week anyway. So yeah, nobody's surprised with how good the show was yet again. So as always, chime in in the comments on Facebook and or YouTube. If you're watching via the replay, chime in if you prefer the audio-only experience by hitting us up on social media at In Ring Reality Everywhere. Of course, you can do that as well. If you enjoy the visual experience, I always just welcome feedback regardless. But we're at In Ring Reality Everywhere on all of the platforms. You can hit us up at In Ring Reality at gmail.com. And, of course, if you're new here, like I always ask, if you enjoyed what you heard slash saw here today, please do consider giving me that subscribe on YouTube, giving the show that follow on Facebook, giving the show that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't use Apple Podcasts as your preferred podcast listening platform choice as all those things just help me to grow and make in ring reality a bigger and better wrestling podcast for you the listeners as hopefully you enjoy listening and watching the show as much as I enjoy bringing it to you and as I always like to say at the end of every show because I feel it's so important to do so life is only as good as what you choose to make it to be So please do make the choice to go out and do something great today.